Hey guys, this is Liz Cambage. This is Nikki Collins. What up, guys? This is Epic Starkey. Hey, this is Imani Lee Stafford. Hey, this is Jordan Canada. This is Asia Wilson. Welcome to the WNBA Nation. Hey there, WNBA Nation fans. This is Jason, uh, your host here at WNBA Nation. Uh, excited to ring in another episode. Uh, obviously, our last episode we put out was an interview with head coach Kurt Miller of the Connecticut Sun, uh, talking a lot about the 2020 offseason in preparation for um, what whatever version of a 2020 season we get uh, that he was able to do and kind of his reflections on the, the trades and the draft and stuff that they had. Uh, so continuing with that notion, uh, we are lucky enough to have on both of Connecticut Sun's 2020 draft selections, uh, number 23 and 35 respectively. Uh, it's Kyla Charles and Juicy Landrum. We're going to have them both on the show today. Uh, so I'm not going to talk too much because you don't want to hear from me. Uh, so I'm going to kick it over to Logan, who's on the phone with Kyla Charles. Uh, Kyla, just diving right in, how does it feel to be a part of the Connecticut Sun? Wow, it's it's amazing. It's a blessing. Um, it's always been my dream to play in the WNBA and to be able to you know get drafted to such a great program. Um, it's just an honor, <laughs> and I'm just really excited to you know get into things and start playing. Was there a point in your Maryland career where you knew I've, I'm going to play at the next level? in eighth grade I kind of told everybody that I was playing in the WNBA I was always in the gym like I said since I was young and I always just truly believed in myself to get there and so I kind of always had in the back of my mind that I was going to work as hard as I possibly can to make sure that my I turn my dream into a reality so I kind of always believed that I was going to make it there because that was kind of my motivating force driving factor and getting going to Maryland you know helped me tremendously learning from Coach Freeze and her, her program. But it's something that I always believed that I could reach. Awesome. Well, and <laughs> and what, what was it in, in the eighth grade that, that kind of sparked that? Uh, it's just my, my, my parents, they always would make us write down our goals and what we wanted to accomplish. And every Sunday we would go through our goals. And so when I started playing basketball and realized that, you know, I loved it and I could be really good and, I had, like, high school teams wanting me to play on their varsity. I was like, okay, I think, um, you know, that this could be a, a future. And so one of my goals was to play varsity in high school. And then I was like, okay, I want to play for college. And then I was like, after college, I want to play in the highest level, which was the WNBA. So just, you know, always having goals that I would just set higher and higher and make sure that I worked hard to achieve kind of just sparked that dream. And my parents, um, especially my dad, has always – been a firm believer if we work hard and believe in ourselves that we can all like accomplish anything we put our mind to so he would always tell me like I can do anything that I you know want to do if I just work hard and just believe in myself and so that's kind of what sparked that dream well certainly we want to congratulate you on making the league and and also landing on a team that was just recently uh uh very successful uh just a couple minutes away from a championship in a in a game five as as early as last season so um, what do you think you can bring to that team uh, to, to maybe help them uh, regroup? We, we just talked with Coach Miller this morning about regrouping and, and being hungry and making another run. Um, where do you think you fit into that? Yeah, I think I can you know, definitely fit into the program very well. I'm a very competitive person, and I know they have a lot of competitors on their team, so 
Um, I'm going to come in and, you know, try to challenge people, try to learn and pick everybody's brains. But um, I, I love to, you know, I love a challenge. So I love, you know, going against the best player on the team because that makes me better. Um, and then I just think just my attitude. I have a very positive, um, encouraging attitude. But at the same time, I really like to get things done. And, um, I hold people accountable. I love to be held accountable myself. And um, my versatility will definitely add to you know, the versatility that Coach Miller already has on his team, but I can play multiple positions wherever my team needs me to play. Um, I can play the one through the five if, if, if needed. So um, just the fact that I'm just, you know, ready to learn and ready to soak up information as a sponge, I mean, um, like a sponge, is what's going to really, you know, help me, uh, you know, just on this team and make, you know, a way or making you know, a name uh, for myself on this team. And so I'm just ready to go out there and just compete with, you know, the best players in the league um, and just get better every single day. Perfect. Well, Kyla, I, I got to tell you, because of the coronavirus uh, and everything that's going on, we, we obviously don't have much of a schedule for when the preseason and the regular season activities will begin. Uh, how how in touch with your teammates have you been throughout this, uh, this post-draft process and, and – I guess, uh, what are you guys talking about behind the scenes before you're able to really get into action? Yeah, so after the draft, a lot of my teammates, my new teammates, you know, hit me up and they congratulated me and just, you know, welcomed me and just said they're excited to, you know, you know, meet me and play with me. And so um, this last weekend, uh, Coach Miller set up a a WhatsApp group message with the team and we're going to start doing weekly meetings on Zoom starting this Thursday, um, to just start going over, like, the principles and the culture of the team, uh, plays and watch film and just start, you know, enhancing our minds, getting ready for the season as much as we possibly can. Um, I've connected with the strength and conditioning coach, and I've gotten some at-home workouts that I could do. Um, We're going to start looking at plays on our Just Play our just play uh, app. And so we're just doing everything that we possibly can to get prepared given the situation. And so I'm excited to just start learning and just diving into things. Um, I'm already, you know, doing my own workouts and stuff, just getting prepared as best as I can. Awesome. Is there anything about playing at the level that you are now playing at that you think a lot of people maybe don't see or don't know about? I just think it's just a different type of game in terms of just you have to have a very high basketball IQ. Um, in the league because these are the best players, you know, these are the best players coming out of college. And so everybody is just as fast, just as strong, you know, just as skillful, but you just have to make sure that you're, you're, you're really just separating yourself in terms of the mental aspect of the game, whether that's watching film, you know, reading the game differently than you would in college and just working on your mental aspect. Because like I said, everybody is good but it's with your mentality that can separate you from others. And so making sure that you have a good work ethic, you're reading books to sharpen your mind, and just making sure that um, you're 100% your mental uh, mental capability when you go out there, I think that's what can kind of separate you. Perfect. Well, Kyla, is there anything that uh, – sorry, I'm asking you a lot of open-ended questions here because we, okay. we're just we're, – we're helping our, our listeners get to know you a little bit. Um, is, there, <laughs> is there something outside of basketball that you want – uh, WNBA and, and women's basketball fans to know about you personally? Uh, yeah, um, I actually started a YouTube channel. Um, well, 
like maybe two months ago in the end of my senior season, just to show people like the other side of me. Like, I guess I love basketball and basketball is a great, you know, huge part of my life. But at the same time, you know, I still like to dress up, you know, have fun, spend time with my family, spend time with my friends. And so I started on YouTube kind of just so people can see the other sides of me. Um, I'm really into fashion as much as I'm into sports. I love, you know, makeup videos, hair videos, and all that stuff. And so um, that's kind of why I created the YouTube so people could see my just my whole life um, in retrospect. And so that's kind of um, something that I want people to know about me and, you know, subscribe and join my YouTube page because I just want to show everybody just like the real side of me and just, you know, so they can get to know me better as a person. Perfect. Well, I can tell you, I, I sure my, uh, I'm sure my co-hosts and I are going to check that out just to, just to get a, a good idea of who you are and, and that sort of thing. Uh, is it, is it tough? I, again, playing at this level, do, do people like just only want to talk to you about basketball sometimes? And you, you're always like, are you down for that? Or are you like trying to steal the, steer the conversation towards like these things that you're talking about on your YouTube page? Like I'm into other things too. Yeah, um, no, it's a little bit of both because I really do love basketball. I can talk about it all day. I love to watch basketball on all types of levels, whether it's high school, college, NBA. You know, I watch men's, women's, all of that. But at the same time, I am, you know, up for other discussions about politics, like I said, beauty, fashion, and just, you know, current events that's going on. And so it depends on who I'm talking to. If they want to talk basketball, I can talk X's and O's, and I can talk all that. But um, at the same time, I'm a very down-to-earth person, and I like to have deep conversations and just talk about other stuff. And I really like to listen to others, um, you know, just just to learn how, you know, just to talk to other people and see how they're feeling. I don't really like to do all the talking sometimes. I guess I could talk a lot, but I like other people to use their voice. And so I just, you know, just go with the flow of whoever I'm talking to and just let things just go. Well, I can tell you, you'd, you'd make a very good host on this show. Um, that's really, that's like the whole job description right there. <laughs> Thank you. That's kind of what I'm looking, you know, wanting to do after my career is um, sports broadcasting and, you know, talk show hosting and all that stuff. So that's a, that, thank you for that because that gives me, you know, bright hopes for my future. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, I mean, yeah, we all have we all have very bright hopes for your future. We're really excited to, to watch you play. We're, we're really excited to watch some form of a season. Obviously, we all miss sports really badly right now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I wanted to ask a little bit about what it means. You, you keep uh, mentioning, and this is a theme for everyone we've interviewed this season, um, the league is so good. You know, there's only 12 mm-hmm. rosters. There's a limited amount of spots. Um, is, is there anyone in the league now that you look up to that you're excited to either play with or play against at some point in the season? Man, there's, there's a lot. I mean, some of these players I grew up watching, and so I'm just excited to play everybody. Like you said, it's just such a good league. Everybody is going to give their best game, and it's going to be competitive. But specifically, you know, I definitely want to see Candace Parker. I've always watched it. The shoes at Tennessee, Elena Deladon, uh, Diana Taurasi. I got to meet her, but we didn't, you know, play against each other. Super, just all the greats. Um, I really would, would love to play against and meet and learn from Maya Moore. So hopefully maybe she'll make a comeback in the next couple of years. I don't know. But just, you know, seeing all these players that I've watched growing up, it's just going to be um, just a great experience. And I'm just excited to just play against everybody. Uh, Brianna Stewart, all the top players that I grew up watching. That's a good list. 
That's a that's a solid list. The uh, <laughs> my co-host and I had the opportunity to meet uh, Stewie and and uh, I guess we we kind of met Diana Tarazi in passing. She was kind of in her pregame routine, so she was really locked in. Um, mm-hmm. it, what what's your kind of style when you play? Are you someone that you know when it's game time, you've got your game face and you're really serious, or um, more on the the Stewie side? I, I think obviously they're they're both great competitors, but. Uh, I think Stewie was a little bit more relaxed and and kind of looked loose before the game. Uh, what's what's your personal style? I think it's definitely a balance of both, um, depending on you know the timing. So I know when we went out that Maryland, we would have like an hour and a half or an hour before our pregame clock started. So then I'd be talking and saying hi to you know all the workers that we would have there, people who you know the. I forgot what you call them, but the people who, you know, find people their seats, I would say hi to them, say hi to the cameraman, but once it was time for warm-ups, I'm locked in. I'm ready, you know, getting ready for the game, mentally, making sure I'm mentally prepared. But at the same time, I'm, I'm still bringing the energy for my teammates and making sure they hear my voice and, you know, getting everybody hyped up. But when that ball tips, I'm locked in. I become a different person because I have one goal, and that's to win. Perfect. Well, I know Kurt, uh, Kurt Miller is going to really like having that uh, <laughs> that edge on his team. That's something that I know he values. Um, just I, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know we we you know we don't want to. I mean, I do want to keep you much longer because you're a lot of fun to talk to. But we <laughs> we don't time. have that kind of time. Got but, time. Go ahead. Um, what's your? I, I I like these questions that that kind of help us get to know players a little bit more. Do you have? Uh, there, there was a question going around Twitter about what WNBA star you would give the playlist to if you were on a road trip. Do you have a pregame playlist? And if so, what is on it? I definitely have a pregame playlist. Um, mostly just hip-hop. Just getting me, you know, hype and ready for the season. I love listening to, like, The Baby, Future, Drake, Little Baby, just all those rappers because I just want to get hype and, you know, get get everything going and so I definitely have that type of really high intensity bumping playlist before my game that's good we're gonna have to I don't know who at the sun is responsible for that but we'll we'll just have to <laughs> get you to hook your phone up to the PA at some point um, oh yeah definitely the... my teammates always would be like Kyla get on the odds Kyla put your music so I can do that <laughs> that's uh, is is there anyone in the I I, I know uh this is still pretty new, but is there anyone in the league who you're interested in, like, like would be the answer to that question for you, like who you'd give the ox cord to for a road trip? I would say, personally, I would say Tori Walker Kimbrough. That was my teammate at Maryland. And so I know what type of music she listens to. And it's very similar. But I feel like, I can't think there's so many players. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Natasha Cobb might have a good playlist. Uh, Ty... Ty Young might have a good playlist. That's all I can think of right now. No, that's perfect. They can play some good music, get me hyped, ready for the game. I'm going to start asking this to everyone, and I'm just going to see which names seem to to come up over and over again, and then we'll try to get in touch with them and see what it is about their playlist that everybody likes. That's I'll I'll make (laughs) a to do to do note for that one. well, cool. I again, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on our show. Uh, We just have a couple more questions for you. Um, that, that again, have kind of been themes this season. Um, we talked about how it's so tough uh, in the WNBA. You know, you've got 12 teams with 12, 12 spots, um, mm-hmm. and you've got 
uh, a tournament this year that didn't happen that I think uh, myself and, and a lot of women's basketball fans were thinking was going to provide a lot of momentum for the women's game uh, because there were so many good teams. Um, what does it mean to you to be part of this new draft class that's going to be on a roster knowing that there's so much existing talent and so much up-and-coming talent in the college game? Yeah, it means a lot. Like I said, always been a dream. And to I know given the situation and everything, um, to still be able to play the game that I love on the next level is a blessing in itself. And I know I didn't get to finish my season um, on the college level, but at the same time I ended on a championship, and that's just how things go. And sometimes in life we don't have control of certain outcomes, and this was a bigger issue in our world. And so, um, yeah, I just had to just prepare my mind and get ready for this next step. And so it does mean a lot to be able to be on this roster, and I'm just ready to go out there and work hard and just, you know, solidify my spot because at the end of the NBA, it could be very cutthroat just because you make the roster right now doesn't mean you'll still still be on the team halfway in the season. And so um, I just know that I always have to still have that mentality of just working hard and working every day to be a better version of me so that I can stay on the team and be a part of something special. Was there any advice you would give to uh, you know, girls who are trying to be the next Kyla Charles that maybe didn't get to finish out their season or, or you know, didn't get to play the, the last few games their senior year um, about how to kind of stay the course and, and work to get to where you are? Yeah, um, I would just say that everything happens for a reason. And so, yes, our seasons were cut short, but I think this will lead for us for a different blessing later down the road. I know for me personally, um, this extra time that we have now, it really helped me just get back to the foundation of things and get back to just the basics of why I love this game and why I do this every single day. And I know at college or high school, a lot of things can get, you know, distracted and busy with so many things going on. But just having this time to reflect and just, you know, have this time for myself really, one, helps my discipline because I'm the one pushing myself to get better every single day because I want to do this for myself. And then two, it's just helping me like rekindle my passion and my love because I really just love doing this. And then it really just, you know, takes my mind of all the crazy things that's going on um, in this world. And so I would just say, you know, just take, like you said, stay the course, take everything day by day and just make sure that every day you're just giving your all and doing the best that you possibly can to improve, whether that's reading a book to strengthen your mind, reading the Bible, just dribbling your basement, doing something to improve because life is going to keep going. This season that we're in right now with everything on a halt will pass. And when everything is back to, you know, our normal, we got to be ready. So just always being prepared and just getting yourself ready for the next step because it will come. Fantastic. Kyla, I, on behalf of my, uh, my co-hosts who aren't here and, and, and myself, we wish you luck this season. And we are so grateful again to have you, uh, on the show, willing to share some of those thoughts with us today. Uh, we hope it isn't the last time. Oh, of course. Thank you so much for having me, and I would definitely love to be on the show again. All right. Well, thank you to Logan and Kyla. That was a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you're looking to find Kyla's YouTube page, uh, we will post a link to that um, along with our announcement tweet for this episode. So if you're listening to this and, and you didn't come from our link on Twitter, uh, go ahead and find that. Go on Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. We'll have a link to it in uh, in one of the, the sub-tweets to the announcement tweet that we have there. So 
If you're looking to connect with her, go over, give her a subscribe, give her a, a follow or a like, or whatever they call that on YouTube. We don't really YouTube, our YouTube game isn't strong here. So uh, I'm not sure what the vernacular is, but I think it's subscribe, click the bell, whatever it is that you're supposed to do over on YouTube. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to follow with that. So we're excited for that. Uh, but with no further ado, let's move on. Uh, we have Kyle who is on the phone with Juicy Landrum. All right, WNBA Nation. I am. This is Kyle here, and I am here with Juicy Landrum, uh, from formerly of the Baylor Lady Bears, and currently selected from the Connecticut Sun. Uh, Juicy, we are appreciate appreciate you hopping on the interview with us and, and taking some time out of your day to to chat with us uh, about uh, you know some of your experience recently uh, getting drafted into the WNBA. But before we get too far into this. Um, uh, I don't know if a ton of our listeners uh, are familiar with uh, how did you get the nickname Juicy, like, and, and how did that become the name that, like, your go-to name to, to you know, that you went by. Um, it was when I was a baby, uh, I was chubby, so all my dad gave me that name, and like from there it just stuck, and like ever since then people just call me Juicy. <laughs> I don't know. In college, I, nobody's had ever just called my real name. It's always Nice. Excellent. So it just was uh, just kind of something that stuck right from the get-go from when you were a little baby, huh? Yeah, nobody ever called my real name. I mean, my mom may call me that when she's upset with me or something. But <laughs> other than that, she's, she's That's awesome. Excellent. Well, sweet. Um, so I first I want to talk to you just a little bit. Um, you know, you are one of uh, three Baylor Bears drafted into the WNBA this season. Um, only one other team had three players drafted, and that was Oregon. Um, I just want to ask you, kind of, what does that what does that mean for Baylor? Uh, you know, and kind of where it's at as a program to see. Uh, to see three of you drafted this season, you know, you had Kalani Brown last seat. You, I mean, Baylor's had a really strong resume of players coming into the league. Um, what does that, what does that say to you as a Waco native and, and kind of being familiar with this program for years and years? Um, what does that mean for you to be a part of a program, uh, with that type of history? Um, it means a lot. I mean, it's for Coach Monkey, you know, great coach. You know, great players. She always has great players, even they go pro. So she's watching for her, and she's watching for me. You know, like I said, it's always been something I want to do since I was a kid. So now to be living the dream that I always dreamed of, you know, it's unbelievable, but I'm living it now. That's awesome. So is Baylor, you know, growing up in Waco, was Baylor always kind of the place that you wanted to play growing up? Uh, did, I know you had several other offers uh, from other, you know, uh, Texas schools. I think also Oklahoma State maybe um, and some others. Um, was Baylor kind of always your go-to spot? No, honestly, I never, I never wanted to go to Baylor growing up. I said I wanted to go to school out of Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, because I want to experience something else because I've been away for my whole life. But after watching it and going to a few early games, you know, watching Cosmo Monkey uh, coach on the sideline, I feel like it was something somewhere I wanted to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's that's kind of common for a lot of people to say, hey, I kind of want to get out, want to go and experience some other places. Um, and then all of a sudden you realize that kind of what you've been looking for is right here in your backyard, you know? <laughs> so, uh, 
Well, uh, I just w- I also wanted to, to talk to you. Obviously, you know, a big disappointment with with COVID nineteen. You know, not being able to get into March Madness. Um, you obviously had a had a great season last season, and this year you guys look poised to to make a, another deep run at least at minimum in in March. Um, what was the feel? Among the team, when you when you all started to realize that you know that NCAA's weren't going to be happening this year. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, you know, some, you know, we had to go all year, you know, go to NCAA, win a national championship. I feel like every team has that kind of that's their goal always. But you know, once you're just sitting on the plane and you know realize, hey, we're not we're not even going to play in our conference tournament, you know, kind of got the thought in our head. Like, maybe we just not even going to play NCAA, you know. So, you know, that feeling of getting off that plane, not even, you know, just knowing that our last game was a couple of days ago, you know, it was a hurt feeling for everyone. Not just me, but the whole team, even our coaches, the coaches, Dr. Baylor. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now kind of transitioning a little bit into, like, uh, Kind of like the WNBA side of things. Obviously, you've been picked up by Connecticut. Connecticut's a team that has been really strong the last couple seasons. You know, uh, nearly nearly came away with a, a title last year. Um, so uh, as you as you you know get drafted by Connecticut, what's your thought process as you as you you know consider the team that uh, that's picked you up and and you know. Uh, wanting you to be a part of their their program, um, what does it feel like to to be picked up by a team like that um, that has that has you know been playing really well the last couple of years? Um, I think for me it's good. Um, I watched them play last year in the finals, so I think it's good. You know, they shoot. I'm a shooter. I feel like I'm I would feel great into this system. You know, I feel like I still have a lot to learn about the WBA and the team. You know, and I'm just taking that day by day to learn what I can, take in what I can from the vet. So, I mean, it's a lot, but I'm getting there. Uh, you you touched on your shooting, which I think everybody who's watched you play all the way, uh, you know, from high school at La Vega, you know, up through Baylor, and and now looking into the WNBA, uh, we all know that you know you're just a, a just a dead eye shooter, you know, setting NCAA records and everything, uh, you know, this year. Um, so. As shooting is is a big time strength of yours, uh, speak for a moment for a little bit. We've got a lot of listeners uh, that are our uh, Connecticut Sun fans, and um, what can they expect to see from you outside of shooting? Like, what are some other strengths in your game outside of shooting? Outside of shooting, I feel as if I am a pretty good defender. I feel like you know, if I had a job, you know, I coach my video, you know, go ahead this way. You know, I feel like. I can take an assignment, you know, I would do good at it. So I I'm a pretty good defender for the most part. You know, defense was always my strength when I, you know, came to college. But once, you know, I was at Baylor for a while, Coach Mosey put it to my head. Defense, you know, defense is what's going to win this game. If I want to play, I want to play defense. So defense is building to me now. I'm a pretty great defender. Excellent. Okay, and I know that Coach Miller is is big on uh, on defense, but juicy. what was it like participating? Um, what's it like getting drafted in the WNBA? You know, 
you know, as you've played, you know, basketball, you know, your whole life, you know, you had an amazing high school career, you know, uh, your sophomore year, you went undefeated, you know, winning the, win the state championship, had great years, your junior and senior years. And, um, you know, obviously your, your resume at Baylor speaks for itself. What's it like to finally have that realization that you're drafted into the WNBA? I don't know, I feel like I'm still trying to process it. You know, just seeing my name on the TV, you know, getting drafted by the Sun, actually talking to the coaches, you know, teammates texting me, you know, the vets texting me. I'm, it's just something I'm still taking in and trying to process. But I kind of realize, you know, day by day, that if the dreams actually come true, that, you know, this is where I want to be my whole life, and now I'm here, you know, and I have to make the best of it. Absolutely. Um so you're you're going on to a team where you've got John Quell Jones, you've got Alyssa Thomas, you've got some of the bigger names in women's basketball. Um, you know, and they've you've got a really strong front court there uh in in Connecticut. Um that uh and, and as you said, you, you kind of fit well into that that system. You know, you think that your game can plug right in and, and, and be a part of what Connecticut's looking for. Um and I think that's probably a big reason why you know they they were pretty high on you and 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 making sure that they wanted to lock you down get you get you on their roster um you've played your whole career basically just there in in you know Texas right around Waco your whole life um obviously you haven't you know I don't know if you've you know gone out to net Connecticut yet <laughs> but uh you know with with the with the virus and everything going on um but but, uh, you know, is there some sort of excitement? Are there some nerves, you know, as you're looking to kind of take that next step, you know, away from that, you know, greater Waco area to, to continue your career? It's a little bit of both, a little bit of nerves, but a little bit of excitement. Uh, I've only been to Connecticut twice, and the two times I've been asked to play basketball against UConn. You know, I'm not used to the weather because it's always hot in Texas. You know, so when I go there, it's going to be cold. So I can get used to that. But, I mean, I'm nervous because I've never really just been outside of Texas to, you know, live anywhere else. But I'm excited to meet new people, you know, new fans, things like that. So I'm actually nervous and excited. But it's a good feeling. (laughs) Excellent. Hey, just a, a couple quick uh, last questions for you. So obviously uh, with Tia and, and uh, Lauren both getting taken in the draft as well, um, have you had a chance to chat with them uh, after you guys were all drafted, the three of you as, as a trio? Uh, have you touched base with them much at all since since the draft to kind of talk about what that was all like for you? Um, we have not talked since that since the day of the draft. Um, I was actually going to text Lauren today to check on her. So... And I'm pretty sure we'll catch up soon. And um, oh, absolutely. Days we'll see each other on the court. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have a chance to go up against, uh, you know, uh, Lauren, Tia, Kalani. You got a whole bunch of, you know, former teammates that are going to be uh, now on the other side of the court. And uh, that's kind of one of the exciting things about coming from a program like Baylor um, into, uh, into a league like the WNBA, where you're going to see a lot of former teammates there. Um, you know, to, to go against, uh, one last thing, uh, uh, juicy, uh, just kind of, as we like to highlight just, and, and, you know, kind of have this as an introduction to some of the, your fans that, um, you know, they're in Connecticut and other just general WNBA fans as they're wanting to get to know, uh, getting to know you just a little bit better. 
Um, what's, what's kind of your go-to activity that you like to do outside of basketball? What's something that you're into a, a hobby or, or something that, you know, when you, when you need a break from the game that you, that you sit and relax and, and, uh, and, and get into? Um, I kind of mess about my hobby. I like to shop. I love shoes, so I have the closet full of shoes. My mom thinks I bought too many shoes, and I have some <laughs> shoes, and I need to stop buying them, but it's a habit for me to just buy shoes. <laughs> Are we talking sneakers or just shoes in general? Sneakers. I love Jordans. I love Air Max. Excellent. Hey, there's a there's a huge huge contingency of uh, WNBA fans who are really into the WNBA kick scene, and so uh, we're excited to see what what you're going to be bringing to the table uh, in in that regard. That'll be awesome. Sweet. We all, we love we love sneakerheads coming into the league. That's good. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Juicy, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you hopping on with us and. Uh, uh, you know, taking some time. We're excited. We're you know appreciative. We're grateful. And uh, love what we've seen from you uh, there in Baylor, and we're excited to see uh, what you're able to do in the league and uh, and for the Sun. And uh, best of luck moving forward to you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much to Kyla and Juicy for being on the show. We had a lot of fun having them on. Hopefully, you had a lot of fun listening. Uh, as always, the 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 list of things to do to engage with the show: Twitter and Facebook. We're at WNBA Nation Pod. We love to hear from you guys there. We love to interact with you. Uh, and that's also where you can go to get the latest updates on what we're doing as a show and also what's going on in the league. A lot of times we can get information on Twitter and on Facebook before we can get on mic and say it. So if you're wanting to be right up to date on Twitter, obviously there's a lot of other great Twitter follows that we encourage there as well. If you want to get started on WNBA Twitter, shoot us a message. We'd be happy to to fill you in on some of the great follows that you can get over there. So uh, there's that. We also have a Patreon for those of you looking to support the show. Uh, that really helps us. It offsets our costs of recording, editing, producing, all of the stuff that we do here. Um, and it also allows us a little bit of freedom to to put that those funds back into supporting women's basketball. We have a few initiatives, uh, getting people to games, stuff like that, that we do to try to, to build the league and, and grow the league. So that really helps us there. Um, in that vein, we also raise some of that money through um, our merchandise. So if, if you're looking for some WNBA Nation podcast merch, uh, you can find that at WNBANation.StoreNV.com. Uh, so those are kind of the places you can go to find us. As always, uh, whatever pod grabber you're on, we ask that you subscribe. That gets our episodes right into your inbox um, so, that you, so that you have those as soon as they come out. And it also helps other people find the show. Um, besides giving us warm, fuzzy feelings when we see that nice five-star review, um, it also pushes us up in the iTunes algorithm so that more people find it. If they're searching for basketball, if they're searching for sports, they're more likely to bump into our show. Um, and that puts more eyes on the league. And that's really one of the main reasons we did this is because we, we felt like there was a need for more eyes to be on the WNBA. So we would appreciate if you could do that. Otherwise, uh, you can look forward to a new episode of W History, uh, the second in the three-part series covering the uh, Houston Comets and kind of their rise and fall in the very beginning of the WNBA. Uh, so that I know a lot of you really enjoyed that. We got great feedback from our first one. Uh, the second one is looking to be uh, not only just as good, but perhaps even more exciting. Uh, we're getting into really kind of the, the dynasty portion of that franchise. So really excited to to get that out to you guys. Uh, you can probably look for that sometime early next week. Uh, but yeah, so with no further ado, uh, that's kind of everything. We appreciate all of the support and all of the love. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, if you have thoughts, if you have feedback, feel free to shoot us a message, Facebook, Twitter, any of the places you can reach us. 
Uh, we love hearing from you guys. We love getting to know who you are so we can tailor the content that you like and you enjoy. Uh, but yeah, uh, for WNBA Nation, my name's Jason Snow, and we got you next time.